Welcome to the Mission Driven Life Podcast. Our mission is to set the world ablaze with the missions of leaders, created by warrior leadership. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mission Driven Life Podcast. Glad to be here today. It is 9.46 p.m. It is getting very late here in Calgary, or actually here in Vancouver, and I wanted to drop a message and drop something amazing for all of you. Now, I'm coming to you today. I'm coming to you today with with strength, and I talk to you about something very controversial, something ultra, ultra, ultra controversial that that might turn you off, that might, the stuff you are going to be uncomfortable to look at. Something that you're going to be disappointed to talk about. And look, that's okay. So I want to talk to you about my experience with God. And ways God can make you a better, stronger leader. Look, it's okay. Many of you are going to listen to this podcast and not like it. Many of you are not going to like what I have to say. Many of you are, might be drawn away by what I have to say to you. And that's all right. Because I'm not here to please you today. This is episode 234 and I'm coming to you today. How God makes me a better leader. Jesus Christ. All right. All right. So I'm coming to you today because I want to talk to you about how God can make you a better leader. Now, let's do this. So this is not for you. If this is not for you, if you don't believe in him, this is not for you. If you are an atheist is not for you. If you don't care about him, this is not for you. If you do not love him. So who I'm looking to talk to, though, I'm looking to talk to people who are looking for something, who are open-minded. I'm looking to talk to people who are open to trust something that they cannot see. Because I want to tell you my own experience with God, because I didn't trust him as well. I didn't even know about him. I didn't even believe in him. Sometimes I don't even know he's really there. And um, let's do this, guys. Let's dive in. So what I wanted to share with you here, look, whether you are watching this, whether you grew up, because, like, you know, I don't know who you are. I've had so many conversations. Some people don't believe in him. Some do. I respect their choices. And I can do and, you know, I can do my best to support them. And, you know, my experience lately with this man called God has been super powerful. And I just want to tell you about how great he is. Look, so I grew up in a church. I grew up. 
ever since a baby, I grew up in a church in Calgary, Alberta, called Iglesia Ni Cristo. It's a great church. I grew up in this all my life. Ever since I was a baby, I grew up, you know, my father was a head deacon. He was like a top leader. My mom was a deacon as well. She, and growing up, what was really a big gift for me is I get the chance to grow up and just be around these people. Strong leaders, great speakers, people that were powered by the purpose that is something greater than them. And I got a chance to watch them and learn from them. You know, as I grew up, I, would, I didn't know what I was listening to. I didn't know who God was. I didn't know who Jesus was. We did a Bible study, you know. There's Bible studies sometimes that we all went to. Um, let's continue. You know, I would go to a Bible study. I even got baptized in the church. I didn't really understand it all. I did not understand it. I didn't. There's like, there's there's some times when I was, even though I go, I went to church, I wasn't really spiritual. I wasn't really connected with the Spirit. I would just hear His name. I would hear them talk about a man called God, the Father. I'd hear them talk about someone powerful. I would hear them talk about Jesus. I would hear them talk about Apostle Paul, Apostle John, David. Goliath, Samson, Samuel, Pontius, John the Baptist. I heard them talk about all these people. I didn't even care back then. Back then, I did not care. I didn't even listen. I'm like, what am I listening to? But I want to share with you the power of how my experiences went. So as I grew up in the church, learned about him started i joined the choir you know as a young guy singing in the children's choir just as young singing praises to god singing my voice out it was a chance for me to go talk to girls to be honest and have food our church was such a great community filipino people hundreds of filipinos loving people sharing food sharing community and being in this church it was an amazing community and as this time passed, I would watch amazing speakers, church ministers that would cycle throughout, church ministers that would come, people that would come in and talk about the word of God, people that would share. Jeez, I want to go. You know, people that would share, people that would talk about Jesus, people would talk about and. And these ministers would cycle. They had churches all over Canada and North America. And these ministers would cycle every one or two years. They'd change ministers. So new ministers would come in and preach. They'd come from faraway places, from Washington, from Hawaii, from the Philippines. Most of them were Filipino speakers. Some were white. Some were black. But they were all, well, one thing is true is they were all strong, powerful speakers. They had powerful voices. They knew how to inspire they knew how to pray they knew how to command the audience and growing up that was a gift for me 
because I could watch these leaders go. I would watch these great people speak. But sometimes I'd fall asleep. I wouldn't care. There's days where I would go to church and I would not care. I just go there and pass out because if you wake up early in the morning, my mom would wake me up early in the morning. I wouldn't even pay attention. I wouldn't even care. We just do a we'll do just do a little worship service, and I wouldn't even care, right? Like I just go there to have see my friends. But as I grew up, you know, there was always powerful energy. I remember ministers preaching powerfully, speaking powerfully. They would cry during their prayer, and the, they would move the whole church. Everyone would be crying. It would be such a powerful experience. I was actually scared sometimes. Look, I tried out many different, like, as I grew up, I kind of doubted. I started to stop going to church. As I grew up, I started, you know, I started getting into trouble, started hanging with some gangsters. I wanted to be cool, so I stopped going to church. I stopped being a part of the choir and stopped being a part as an officer. I stopped. I just stopped doing it. I stopped caring because I thought gangster life was cooler. So I stopped going to church. All these people from church would be like, yo, what the hell? Where have you been? My parents would always encourage me to go, but I wouldn't go. Because I didn't, back then, I didn't care. I didn't, wasn't really spiritually mature. I was like, I don't care about God. I didn't really know him. I knew him. I knew him talk about him. But I, didn't, I wasn't really connected to God. And as I started getting into trouble, I got, I went to trouble. I got locked up. I actually went to jail for a couple of years of my life. And when I started going, getting into trouble, getting into fights, doing drugs, drinking alcohol, robbing people, stealing from lockers, getting into fights, carrying knives and weapons that I was too scared to use, doing robberies at train stations. I was disconnected from God. Back then, I was disconnected. I was living my, the ways of the world. But then my life changed. I would go to church sometimes. Whenever I'd get out of jail, we'd go to church, but I'd show up high. I'd go there on high on ecstasy. I would go to church and it would just feel different. I would go to church and I would just feel weird. I would smoke weed and go to church. I would get high on ecstasy and go to church. I would do all these things at church. wasn't even connected. I'd just go to see my buddies, talk to girls. But when I, my life suddenly changed when, was when I went to prison for a very long time for a home invasion. I made a mistake. I hurt some people. I'm not proud of it. And I went to church, and this is the time when I started questioning God. I was angry. I was furious. I was like, God, why is this happening to me? Why are you locking me in this prison? Why am I here in this locked room? I remember these concrete cinder block walls that I would be sitting inside would be frustrated as, as hell. These double thick plexiglass windows in my way. I wanted to break through them, punch through them every day. But they wouldn't break. Court dates, I was, I was facing a 10-year charge for a home invasion, an adult sentence. And I was young. I was like 16 years old. And I was scared as hell. 
And I was questioning God. I remember, I remember this one day, I was in Edmonton Young Offender Center. I was in Edmonton, and uh, they transferred me up there because I was getting into a lot of trouble. Getting into fights with kids and jumping kids, and they wanted to keep me separate. I got into a fight with a prison guard in there. I punched him in the face, but then he kicked my ass. <laughs> so they separated me. And what was really interesting was how I remember this one time I was sitting in my room, I was locked up in my room for 23 and a half hours, 23 and a half hours of my life. I was locked up. I was in there. I was staring at my toilet. I was staring at the screen. I was staring and I was so angry. I was like, where the fuck are you, God? Where are you? Do you even exist? Are you even there? Can you hear me? I need you. No one answered. For years, months, no one answered. And I was angry. That's when I completely lost faith in God. I completely lost faith in Him. I didn't care about Jesus. All the stuff I learned when I was younger, I did not care. But as years passed by, you know, as I calmed down, I started behaving there. I got my high school education in, in jail. I learned. I stopped fighting. I started maturing a bit. You know, I started understanding that maybe gang life isn't cool, that I could die, that my life is changing. Friends, like all this gangster stuff I was living, I thought it was cool, but it wasn't. I grew up. And when I got out, I got out early. You know, I got out of on good behavior. I actually got open custody. So what that meant is I would go, I would actually go to a halfway house. So during my prison sentence, I would actually be out in the community. So I did some of my prison sentence in, in the community, in a place called Track in Woodbine, in, in, in Calgary. So I was there, I was doing my time, but I was in the community. They did it to help me rehabilitate. You know, I was living there, but I still was locked in a room, but I could still go to church or I could still go to school. So I went to university. The, you know, I was so grateful because look, the, the government actually paid for me to go to university for my first year. So I went to university. So I would actually be doing time and in university at the same time. So it was crazy, like some guy some who was like in jail was actually out in the community, you know, but I still had to be home. I couldn't really go home. Um, you know, we, we, the food was better. We, could, we went to the gym, we worked out, but I always had staff supervising me. There'd be like these group home workers supervising me and I could go back inside jail at any time. I was still not connected with God, but I started seeing my family more. You know, my, I would actually have some times where I could go home to my family. Some days I was, we would even go to church together. We would go to church together. But even then, as I got out, I started thinking, I'm like, look, maybe there is God. I don't know if it's called God. I don't know if it's called Allah. I don't know if it's called Buddha. I don't know if it's called Jesus. I don't know if it's called whoever it is. There's something there. 
I started to understand that there is something there in the world. There's something making things happen. There's something make creating things. There's something pushing things forward. And I don't know what it was. I did not know what it was, guys. But I knew something was there. There was an energy pulling things together, making me go in certain directions, making me do certain things. Like maybe I would be late to go to class. I'd be late on the bus because maybe God wanted me to meet someone on the bus. Or maybe I got sliced in the hand because I got sliced in the hand once with a knife. Maybe he wanted me to slice my hand to, to know, to, help, to teach me something. You know, I learned that God teaches me some things. So I kept searching. I'm like, I kept searching to understand. I'm like, you know, spirituality. What is my experience with spirituality? You know, I started understanding, look, what is my experience with God now? He is, I knew something was there. I had faith, but I didn't know what it was. So I tried out different religions. You know, I started, you know, learning about the Sikh religion. It's an amazing, beautiful religion about strength and warriors. Strong men with turbans and kirpans and daggers defending their community. I, I went to all these temples, Sikh temples. I would go to the Sikh temple. I would wear bandanas. I still go sometimes just to really be in that community. I love going there, by the way. I go there and I would go and I would meditate, I would pray, I would sit there in strength because I know that religion was giving me strength. But I didn't understand language, I didn't know understand what's happening, I didn't understand Punjabi, I was confused. I was the only Asian guy that would go there every week. Everyone's wondering like, yo, who's this Asian guy coming there? What's really cool is they have a, something called Langar where we could go to the base, we could go, it's a part of the it's the Gurdwara, which is the temple. And the Langar is a community, community kitchen where they had free food, delicious food. I could go there for free, no charge. I just go there. I have to cover my head, wash my hands, and I would get food. And I, I love going there. I just felt at home. I felt taken care of. I really appreciate going there. I even went to the mosque. I went to a mosque once, really experienced that. It was really interesting. I went to a Buddhist temple a couple times. I lived down the street from a Buddhist temple when I lived in Calgary. I went to the Buddhist temple, meditated, prayed. I went to the Hindu temples, Hare Krishna. I went to all these different temples where I would understand and I would learn about God. I was like Hindu temple, Hare Krishna. There's thousands of God in the Hindu, Hindu, Hindu religion, guys. Really interesting. There's thousands of gods, and I went there and I learned about it. I even got invited to the Mormon faith. So I went to the Mormon church. You know, these missionaries, they would persistently contact me, always communicate. I'm still in contact with some of them. They're great people. And I would learn about God, faith in different ways and uh, perspectives. And through all this, I was still seeking. And still to this day, I am still seeking. But I trust I'm getting closer to what matters. Today, I identify as a Christian. Just like, like where I grew up when I was younger. 
not the same church, but I do identify as someone that believes in Jesus Christ. Someone who believes in God, the Ten Commandments, the Twelve Apostles, the Holy Bible. I have one right here. And my, my, my work is to understand the Christian faith, to understand Jesus, and to get down to true facts and proof. I want to believe in something that is real. I'm not here to believe in something that is fake and false and lies. So I, as we speak, I'm still learning about Jesus, understanding him. I don't have any scientific proof. I know there's some proof in the world of, you know, old Roman scriptures and old texts about Jesus, old stuff, you know, even old places. And there's all this scientific and, uh, you know, like all these different things, anthropology, I'm still learning about. But in my own experience, I know he's there. I know there's God. I know he's there because what I've experienced. So whether you believe in God or not, I honor you and I understand you. You're welcome. I want you to know my experience with God. I want you to know that we never had a really great relationship until now. I never really trusted him till now. I never really wanted him in my life until now. And ever since then, he has blessed me. He has watched me. He has protected me. And look, I don't care if you believe in him or not. I don't care. And if you don't, and if you're just going to talk trash, you better just end the podcast and stop listening to me. Because I know what he has done for my life and the blessings he has brought into my life. And I am so grateful because I'm here because I want to share him with you. I want to talk with him, with you about this. Now, let me tell you about a couple ways he has walked into my life. He's blessed me. God has blessed me because he did not give me a 10-year sentence. He gave me a youth sentence when I was in jail. He has protected me during days where I could have gotten my ass kicked in jail. He has guided me. I am still alive, even though I was a gang member during in the middle of a, one of the biggest gang wars in Calgary. I was in one of the dying sides. In a, there was a huge gang war in my city in Calgary. Shootings that were happening. 50 killings were happening. People were getting shot at the gas station. People would drive up to the restaurant and shoot people. Three people were murdered in a restaurant over gang violence. And I was caught up in the middle of that. There was times where I would be driving in a car and we would shoot. And my the guy I was driving, he would pull out a gun and was going to shoot these guys that were going to follow him. There were times where we were going to ambush a bunch of rival gang members in this apartment building. There were so many times where I could have died or could have gotten hurt because someone has guided me. An invisible hand has guided me. And look, anything could have happened, but nothing did. 
bad happened. And I think things happen for a reason. Whether that's God or Allah or the universe, I know for me it's God. So ways that I connect with him now. God has protected me. God has watched me. And this is what I do. I pray to God every day. Sometimes I don't want to, but I pray to him. I thank him. I pray for the people that's important. I talk to him. I call out to him. I ask him for forgiveness. I ask him to watch people in my life. I ask him to take care of people that I care about. Growing up, I used to always pray with my mom and dad before bed. We would pray. We would talk to him. We would say thank you. We would pray before we eat. We would pray before we needed him. And sometimes before bed, I remember I was talking with my roommate yesterday. I was sad, super sad. And pray. And if, you're, if you like to pray, I like to start it off by saying thank you. Thank you for everything. Thank you for being with me today. I want to acknowledge him. I want to say, hey, God, you're there. You've been there for me. I want to thank him. I want to ask him for something. I want to ask him for guidance and strength. I want to ask him to give me something. I want to ask him to give me an answer. I want him to ask him to lead me. I want to ask him for strength and courage. I just want to ask him something. And then finally, I want to ask him for forgiveness because I'm not perfect. I want to ask him to forgive me because I've screwed up and I've made mistakes and I've hurt people. I want to ask him to be with me, to watch over me, to forgive everything that I've done. And then finally, I want to say thank you and I don't know. And the last thing, let him know that I trust him. In Jesus' name, amen. I would pray with him. But look, prayer can mean so many things, whether you pray on your knees, whether you pray, bang, pray bang, bowing down, whatever, however you pray, I honor how you pray to your God. Or maybe you just talk to him. But what I like to do is I need to connect with him. I connect with him. I actually talk to him. I actually let him know that, God, today I'm angry. Today I am pissed off. Today I am furious. Today I am angry at you. Today I just want to yell. Today I'm angry at these people that talk bad towards me. I just let him know, or sometimes let him know, hey, God, I'm angry at you. I am angry at you, God. And I let him know, God, I am angry. Or God, I am fucking scared, man. I am scared. I am nervous. I feel fear in my body. I feel sad. I feel depressed. I let him know. 
I really connect with him. It's not just having a speech. I'm not here to just speak and just go through the motions. I'm here to connect with him. And I just let him know, hey, God, look, and have a conversation with him. I know you're there. And I know you hear me. And I want you to hear me. I want you to understand me, God. And I ask him something. But I also challenge him. Sometimes I challenge God. I'm like, God, you are not there. Because God challenges me. He pushes me in different directions. And he's going to push me today. He's going to push me tomorrow. And he's going to push me. And sometimes I need to push him. Because I challenge him. And maybe I don't have the right to challenge him. But I challenge God to challenge me. Whether that's breaking my leg, whether that's hurting someone in my family, whether it's killing someone in my family. If it's God's will, let it be. But I need you to protect my family. I need you to be there for my family. I need you to be there, but I'm going to trust you that you will do God's will. And it's fucked that I just said that. Last, another thing is I read the Bible daily. I read this daily. I speak it daily. I talk to him daily. There's so much things in the Bible. I like to go, you know, I like to read the Bible. This is the New King James Version. I got this from the Baptist Church just down the street from me. And I read this. This is great. Old English. I read this. This Bible gives me answers and it's a way of life. It's a way of living. I get so many answers here. And I get so much inspiration from this book. I get so much spirituality and strength. I get to read stories of courage. I get to read stories of power. I get to read stories of bravery and love. But also stories of kindness. Of forgiveness. Stories of peace inside this book so many people talk trash about this book this is the bible and there's so many powerful things has happened here but it's not just that i like to read scripture i read maybe a verse or two a day i like to memorize the verse today the verse is genesis um i think it's 5 10 and the verse is this Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteous ways, for they will seek the kingdom of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted in righteous ways, for they will seek the kingdom of God. That's what I learned. That inspires me because, look, how am I going to apply this to scripture, which is the next part? How can I apply this to my life? What I learned, how can I use this in my life? So this verse that I just said, which is Genesis, uh, I think it's more Matthew 5.10. Blessed are those who are persecuted in righteous ways. Let me break that part down. That verse right there, that blessed are those who are persecuted. I think of those who are judged. I think of those who are in jail. I think of those who are persecuted because they are doing God's will. 
Maybe they're standing up for someone. Maybe they're fighting for their country. Maybe they're fighting a battle. People who are persecuted and judged, maybe someone who's a street preacher. I was watching someone named David Lynn. He would actually go in Vancouver in every, almost every city in Vancouver. And he would talk about God. He would talk to the LGBTQ community. He would talk to all these people and tell them to repent. But he would be persecuted. People would go and challenge him. People would talk bad to him. People would hate on him. People would actually try to arrest him. People would try to hurt him. But he's being persecuted in righteous ways. And I trust I am as well. Sometimes I'm scared to talk about God. Sometimes I'm scared to bring up the name of Jesus. Sometimes I'm scared to have a conversation about God with other people and non-believers because I'm scared to back him up. It just means I need to have more data. I need to have more proof. I actually understood that today. Because I'm thinking of being a street minister, talking in the street and preaching. So I need to understand scripture and understand what it means to me. How can I be righteous? How can I be persecuted in righteous ways? For they will seek the kingdom of, of God. The last part, for they will seek the kingdom of God. That means to me, those who go through trouble and pain for God, those who go to trouble and pain to do the right thing, they will be rewarded. We will be rewarded. Whatever dangerous thing we go through, whatever risk we have to face, whatever judgment people judge me, I trust that I will be rewarded in a gracious way, that God will reward me. I will be given abundance. God will bless me and give me good health. I trust that. Next thing is, look, I ask God to give me an answer. Whenever I'm confused and whenever I need guidance in my business, I ask him, God, can you give me an answer? I ask him for something. I ask him for an answer, just like decisions in my business. You know, like I ask him, God, can you lead me the right way? Let me be a servant to you, God. God, let me be a servant to you today. If you're hearing me, let me be a servant to you. Let me serve your name. Let me serve you. I will serve you, street of East 27th, Vancouver. God is here today. And I ask him to give me an answer because he will always provide. The last three points, God will lead me. Just like I said, God is a, I am a servant for God. God will lead me. I learned that, look, I am not here just to live. I am not here on earth just to make money. I am not here on earth to have sex. I am not here on earth to be rich. I am not here on earth to steal. I am not here on earth to watch TV. I am not here on earth to go walk, climb mountains. I am here on earth because God has a purpose for me. I am his tool. Maybe this is too much for you, but I know me. I am his tool. I am living him in the world. I am God in the world. God is breathing life into me. He gave me life so I can live his mission. 
And lately, my mission is to strengthen young leaders and to also bring people closer to God. So I'm trying to understand what that means to me. So I asked him to give me an answer. I asked him God to lead me. So whether that is, whatever that is, whether that means I'm getting a, my, pulled over, whether that means I'm going to get hurt, whether that means my dad's going to get a heart attack or something bad's going to happen to my family, I trust God is guiding me. I don't want any of those to happen. God forbid. I don't want any of those to happen. I want my family to be healthy. I want my family to be protected. But whatever that is, God is leading me. Even if it means bad things. I've, been, I've experienced so many bad things. I've experienced mental health issues. I've been sexually abused. I've been in a gang. I've been in prison. Look, I've gotten... There's times where I got sexually abused multiple times when I was a kid. Where I got jumped. When I got attacked. When I've been rejected on the phone, there's a reason why all of these things are happening. He is leading me. Because through all the pain that I go through, if I keep looking to him, I know he'll, he'll lead me. The last two, if I'm going to let go, God will always provide. Whether you believe in God, whether you believe in Allah, whether you believe in Buddha. When I let go and I stop trying to control everything and I trust he will lead me. He is leading me in the right way. He is leading me in the right purpose. So I know that I don't have to worry about bills or money because God will lead me. He's going to want me to work. God's not going to give me a handout. God will, my father and Jesus will not give me a handout. He will not do things for me. He's going to inspire and breathe life into me, but he will, he will give it to me in different ways. Whether that means telling me to work hard, telling me to stand up, telling me to speak up. He will guide me in the right way. And he will give me what I need. He will give me food. He will give me bread to eat. He will give me water that I need for my throat. He will give it to me. He will provide for me. I trust he will provide for me. Now, last thing, God has a plan for me. And whether you believe it or not, God has a plan for you. God has a plan for you today. He has a great plan for you. He has a great plan. And I struggle with doubt every day. I struggle with my relationship with God. Today, I was really struggling with my relationship. I was doubting him. You know, I was looking for some proof about God. But he is speaking life into me now. He has a plan for me. He will never see me falter. And he will never put things in front of me that are hard. Or he will. He will actually give me things in life that are hard. He will give me those. But I know he will never give me things I cannot handle. He will never give me things that will kill me. He will never give me things that will too much for me. He will push me. He will test my courage. He will actually 
test my physical body. He will test me to my limits. He will give me discipline. But he will never give me something I cannot handle. Because he is making me a better man. And he will make you a better leader. Whether you believe that or not. Because he has a mission for you. He has a great purpose for you. He has a great power for you. Whatever that plan is for you, he is leading you. So he wants things for you. But I want you to know this one thing. I want you to know that all the money, all the cars, are the women. These are all things of the world. And I'm struggling with this because look, I love money. I love women. I don't have a girlfriend, but I love women. <laughs> right? And all this money, all this work, this stuff for my business, this is all things of the world. I will be given all of this. But first, I need to live my purpose. I need to live the purpose of him. Because as long as I keep worshiping him, and as long as I praise him, and I thank him, and I ask him for strength, and I trust him, he will reward me. And I know this because, look, God has given me opportunities lately that I did not believe. He has put money in my pocket when I was struggling. He gave me water when I was thirsty. He gave me food when I was hungry. He gave me things that I needed when I was lonely. He provides for me. And he will provide for you. I believe you. I know this for you. That he will provide for you. I want you to know this. All of these things, he will give it to you as long as you praise him. Because he's not going to give you a handout. He's going to want you to work. God has a great plan for you, my friends. He has a powerful plan for you, but we just need to keep searching for him. And whether today, whether you believe in this word or not, it's okay. Whether you, believe, whether you do not care about him, whether you've lost faith in him, I want you to ask him for forgiveness today. Forgive the people that are here watching this. Forgive all the people that are here listening. I believe you. Forgive them. And whether someone in this house is listening to this prayer or to this podcast today. I trust you will be with them. And that you will give them a sign that you are real. I want you to give these people a sign. 
those who do not believe, I want you to give them a sign that you are true and you are real. And that the strength of the Jesus Christ that he died on the cross for us, it is all real. So today, guys and girls, I shared, I'm trying to practice that, is that I shared with you different things. I shared my own experience with God and Christ. I'm not perfect. I'm still learning every day. I'm going through a spiritual discipline. I'm learning. I'm praying. I'm testing myself. I've been trying out different religions. I've gone away from him. I've strayed away from him. But now, lately, I've been coming closer to him. And I've been braver than ever. I have never been this brave in my life. Because lately, I have done powerful things through him. And I want you to know how amazing and how lucky I am. And I want you to give this to you as well. So I shared with you strategies on how spirituality can strengthen your relationship. Praying to God, talking with God, challenging God, whether that's God, Jesus, Allah, whoever that is for you. I want you to connect with them, talk with him, challenge them, read scripture, apply scripture to your life. Ask God to give you an answer. Trust that God will lead you. Letting go and stop needing to control things and do it on your own. And God's plan, he does have a plan for you. I'm going to pick my nose. He does have a plan for you. So... I want to give this to you. I want to give this to you. And I wanted to share this feed for you because I believe in you. I feel powerful. and I really feel grateful that you can all be here on this podcast. For some reason, God is telling me to speak for another 20 minutes. God is sharing. God wants me to speak on this. I want to share some things with you. I want to share some scripture with you. And look, well, I don't know if you believe in this or not, but I want to I want to show I want to share with you a minister that I have watched and in my church have grew the faith in. I want to show you the power of this preacher. This is a powerful speech. Let me share this with you. Now, this is in Tagalog, but I want you to read the 
I want you to read the subtitles. Brother Eranyo G. Manalo, the Executive Minister of the Iglesia Ni Cristo, was a man of God always. Bagat na tukinumal sa amin boy, tinuro sa amin ng mabuting gawa, mabuting. Must be for this little bit. Says preaching. So powerful. I want you to feel his energy. Na hindi niyo nakukuha ang basbas, pag-ibig at pagmamahal. Inihiling ko sa kanya na sa sandaling ito ay ibabahin niya sa atin ang kanyang banal na espiritu. Ibabahin niya sa kulungang ito ang isang malakas na kapangyarihan na siyang pupukaw sa ating damdamin para tayo magpanibagong sigla at magpanibagong lakas at hawakan nating buong giting at tatag ang pananagutang tinanggap natin sa Diyos. Look at that verse. I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. 2 Timothy 4.7 Powerful verse. I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. That is an amazing verse. I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Keep the faith. This is a great verse for me today. This is a great verse for me today. Today, you know, my day was interesting. Um, I went to go handle some business opportunities in the morning. And as I sat there this morning, I had some deep doubts, thinking of God, thinking, is God real today? I was really challenging him this morning. And I was thinking, God, are you real? Are you there in this world today? Are you there for me? And I asked him the same words that many of you think, are you there? And he answered me today. 
I just gotta have keep. I just didn't need to maintain my faith. So I'm urging you. Look, people don't like talking about religion, man. These days, there's a lot of atheists in the world, and I'm saddened by people that do not believe in him. Because I know that God has given me so much when I put so much faith in him. When I can finish the race, when I can keep my faith, I will fight a good fight. So I did this today. And I was lastly, I was today, I actually went to a restaurant. So I went to a restaurant today and I had um, some Indian food. I visited one of my clients. I didn't want to go, but I made a promise that, hey, look, I'm going to visit you, brother. So I went to go see him. He made me some, we had, I had some samosas. I had some great food. And then there was some these white guys over here. They're talking loudly. And um, they were saying some things about that I was angry. They're saying, talking loudly, talking about my country, talking about the Philippines, talking about Asia. And I was kind of getting pissed off. And I wanted to challenge them to a fight or challenge them. But I knew I was in my friend's business. I was inside my friend's restaurant. And I'm not looking to scare off his customers. I don't want to hurt his business. He's an entrepreneur like me. And I was inside his restaurant. So instead of me picking a fight with these white dudes, I was angry. They were white. They're talking some shit. I went up to them. I said, look, God loves you. God loves you. I didn't say God hates you. They're even talking some trash about God. But instead of me spewing hate and challenge them to the evilness, I said, look, God loves you. He loves you. He loves all of you. He's not here to destroy you. He doesn't want to see you die or hurt. He loves you. He loves me. So as I stand here today, I just need to keep my faith. Keep the faith in him. Keep the faith that he is there for me. That's all I need to do. Maglingkod sa'yo, O Diyos, na nagbabagong buhay. At hindi ko iiwan Hindi niya kami pinababayaan. Lagi nandun yung payo niya, yung pagmamahal. At pagumalasakit niya sa amin. Hold on. Hello. 
I need to, I want to show you, um, I want to show you a video of him speaking. This guy, this, if you don't know who this man is, he built the church that I grew up in. I know a lot, I don't really attend this church often. I don't. Um, but as I grew up, I've watched these people. So let me find this for you all. I'm looking for this because I really want to share this with you. I'm trying to find it, everyone. Thank you for being so patient. Basically, what I wanted to share with you is how powerful the Word of God can be and how powerful this can be for your life. Here it is. I want you to watch it. So if you are watching, if you are listening to this podcast, Speaking in Filipino, Tagalog. Wag kayong uwe. Na hindi niyo nakukuha ang basta. Not leave without having received God's benediction, His love and blessing. Sabihin na ninyo sa Diyos. Tell God all your troubles. While he is still here, keep him and plead with him. 
Hindi ko alam ang mga suliranin ninyo. Pero ang alam ko, ano man yan. Kaya po ng Diyos na Kailangan lang sa atin itiwala, pag-asa, pag-asa. Ibabahin niya sa atin ang kanyang banal na espiritu. Ibabahin niya sa kapulungang ito ang isang malakas na kapangyarihan kasi ang pukaw sa ating damdamin para tayo magpanibagong sigla at magpanibagong lakas. At hawakan nating buong giting at tatag ang pananagot ang tinanggap tayo Darating na si Christo. Christ will come soon. Yan po ang dahilan ng aming pag-aayos. That is the reason we are putting the church in order. Pati buhay, lalo na. Especially our way of life. Hindi kayo lugi. Mapagod kayo, mapuyat kayo, mga kapatid. Pagdating ni Kristo, kasama kayo, mula sa lahat ng dakong labo ng Iglesia si Kristo ay darating. Malapit na ang araw ng pagliligtas ng Iglesia. Dahil kukunin ni Kristo kahit saan. So there you go, guys. I shared with you a couple. You know, this is my own view on it. This is what I was learning about, you know, growing up. Bottom line of what I wanted to show you is the power of what God can do has done for me. Now, the church that I just showed you is a different type of church, a different type of Christianity. Maybe you'd like it, maybe you do not. But the bottom line of what I share with you is the truth of Him. God has been so good to me. And God is good to you. God doesn't want you to die. But at the same time, God has unlimited amounts of power. He has unlimited amounts of power that He wants to give to you on this day. And He will give that to you and He will bless you with this strength. I trust you. I trust He will give that power to you. I trust He will continue to give that power to you. Um, it feels like I'm I'm preaching to you because maybe I am, but I'm going to be posting this podcast and I'm going to share with you how powerful this is, and I'm going to continue to share this with you because my relationship with God is always changing. I'm always going to be challenged, and I know I will grow in my own journey with God. And I'm going to learn more, and I'm going to understand more, and I'm coming to I'm gonna going to come with you with more testimony. But if you do not follow this as your mission, it's okay. If you do not follow this, I encourage you to follow Spirit for your life. When I surrender, I give so much faith. And today I shared with you so many great things today that my own relationship, my own experience with him, and I gave you so many strategies for you to take action on today. 
for you to become a better, stronger leader for the world. Because your people are finding you. Your people are looking to you. They need your strength during this COVID-19. Your people need your strength and they need your power today. Your community needs your leadership today. Today is the day and tomorrow is the day and these next years will be the day where they need you to lead. And as we lead our people, and as we lead our own groups, our own teams, our own projects, our own businesses, our own volunteer groups, whatever that is what we lead, the people around us, we will need unlimited strength to battle this unseen enemy of coronavirus. We will need unlimited power and might to destroy the enemy. And that can only come through him. That will only come through the power of him. So I encourage you to find strength in him. I encourage you to find hope and power and peace in him. That he will guide you in your leadership. He will. I encourage you to trust him. If you don't trust me, I encourage you to trust him. He will guide you during these dark times. He will give you the powerful faith. He will give you the powerful health. And he will give you an, an almighty immune system that will destroy any virus, including COVID-19. Just trust him. So as I leave this podcast today with you, I will leave you with prayer. So bow your heads in the presence of him, and I will kneel. Dear God, you are here watching me today. And I am bowing my head before the people watching and listening to the Mission Driven Life podcast. You are there with compassionate strength. You are here in love. You are here with hope and guidance. You are here. And I'm trusting you on this day to say thank you. Thank you for everything you have given to me, that you have given people in this podcast, people of the world, things you have given to my roommates, things you have given to my friends and my family. Thank you for the abundance. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you for watching us. Above all, thank you for protecting us against the enemy. And we are asking you today to give us good health and good strength. As we walk and as we wear masks and as we social distance ourselves, we know we can never distance ourselves from you, dear God. Give us the power that we can lead our community. 
Give us the strength that we can get closer to you. Give us the courageous fear that we can have in you so that we may follow you and that we may lead our people and we can inspire others around us to have hope and faith. And I'm asking you to bless our families and bless those in our lives. Be with them in good health and strength and watch over them. We are not with them in every moment. We are not with them daily. We are not with them at all times. They are there are times when we turn our back and they are there. But can you watch them when they are not with them? Can you look over them? Can you be with them? Give us the greatest health ever. Give us the greatest peace in our lives. And please provide for everyone that is watching this podcast. Please provide. Help them pay their bills. Help them get groceries. Help them get food on their table. Help them have the water that they need. Give them the abundance. Give them the strength. Give them the success that they find, but they will only find that in you first. So we're asking you for you to trust us and are asking you to, to give us a sign that you are real. Please give us a sign to all the people that are listening, whether they are finding you, God. Give them a sign. Let them know that you are there in your own way because you work in mysterious ways. And I trust you on this day that you will watch us. And I trust you will forgive us because we are not perfect. We make mistakes and we hurt other people. Forgive us for everything we've done wrong. Forgive me because I'm not perfect. Forgive me because I swear. Forgive me because I hurt people. Forgive me because I'm, I'm in the ways of the world. Help me find you and forgive me because I went away from you today. Bring me closer to you. Finally, we know that we trust you and we're asking you for all of this. And we know you are there and we know you are listening. And for all of those that doubt you, give them a sign. In Jesus' name, and it's you that we trust, dear God, in Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. I thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being here today. This is the Mission Driven Life. This is episode 234. Thank you again. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Radio Public, Overcast, and even on YouTube. Let your word be known. Take care.